Welcome to another episode of SparkCast. This is Sean and Carly and Thomas. And today we have a wonderful book treat for you. This is called Transformers, the Fantasy, the Fun Future. It is an unofficial Transformers book made in 2006 before the live action movie to try to get some money off of young kids who don't know any better. <laughs> I want to see what your thoughts are just looking at the cover. Well, you said it's unofficial. I, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, it kind of looks professional. I mean, I you guess know, we'll have to go a little bit further. What do you notice about the cover? This looks like old Japanese art for the for the series. Like it. Well, you see it uh, legit, Bumblebee, but... Starscream, and Jazz on the cover, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, just make sure we're looking at the right thing. Well, they're all standing in a different way against a blue background as if they're just copy and pasted from other sources illegally and put on the cover of this con- of this this book. <laughs> well, they they do use without permission. Design. They they take you know, they take things and just okay, well they don't have anything in the background, but but you do copy and paste things. You could I see things repeated in especially kids' books all the time. Like, Yeah. It's just so... Why don't you make a cool cover? Like, you can't even steal just, like, the cover from one of the, the comics or the... What are you talking art. about? This is cool. It has Starscream on the front of it. Oh, my like, God. Like, how many other Transformers books do you, are there without with Starscream on the cover? You know, <laughs> I wish we had a graphic artist or somebody to look at this to just tell you just how trash it is from a composition, <laughs> from an angle. Like, everything is just is just horrible. I, it's, I used to be a graphic designer. I think this is okay, except for... Oh, I don't know about the... Well, I guess the character can run off the book, but that that's a little weird. Just the cut-off edge right there. And also, you'll notice the Transformer logo is silver, as if they're tr- trying to make it not red so that they don't get attacked by Hasbro for using their trademark. Oh, that looks like me. Like, that looks too narrow. Is that is that, like, in the right proportions? That's one thing I did notice. Ah, maybe. Yeah, when yeah. I look at it, it does look narrow. It's like it's, it, does, it just looks off. Yeah, it doesn't look quite right. <laughs> yeah, so we open up this book, and you see a list of contents, but... This is how the book introduces you. Two mighty forces locked in a centuries-old battle for resources, for planets, for the victory of good over evil. It's a story of machines versus machines, and no matter what form they take, as animals, beast wars and machines, as vehicles, Autobots and Decepticon, cars and planes. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that should have read Autobot, cars and Decepticon, planes. You uh, but whatever. The little part about Triumph Books, the company that produced this, says this book is not sponsored, endorsed by, or otherwise affiliated with Hasbro Incorporated, Takara, or any of the companies here. <laughs> this is warning. If I zoom in, it actually takes a second, okay. then I can read it. Logo Transformers <laughs> and all names, characters, trademarks, and logos identifying the Transformers are protected by trademark rights, copyright, design rights, and other rights owned by Hasbro or Hasbro's licensors, licensees, suppliers, and accounts. All rights 
reserved images courtesy of Idea and Design Works LLC, Dreamwave Productions, Steve Stone, and Toy Fair Magazine, Wizard Wait. Entertainment, Master Collector. Oh my God. All the stuff okay and wizard entertainment that's hilarious okay that's probably why they everything is dreamwave in here because dreamwave doesn't exist anymore so they probably thought they could get away with using all the dreamwave art because uh, dreamwave went under when did it go under uh probably around 2004 i think or 2005 but i know it that it came out in 2006 you said yes okay so they probably, I know they say Dreamwave, but Dreamwave wasn't around anymore. I mean, all their comics had stopped production at that point. And it's just funny seeing Wizard Entertainment, just because I used to intern there. So I'm kind of wondering what in here is from Wizard. Cool. Like, yeah. So anyway, back to my description of the unofficial Transformers lore. <clears throat> they are also as familiar machines like Transformers alternators. They are locked in a constant struggle from action figures that converted from machine to robot, to successful TV series, to comic books, and a new movie that is due out in 2007. The Transformers line has become a franchise, and it's one that's still growing. We'll take a look at the new movie, including its stars, rumored plot, and other details. We'll discuss how Transformers started, how they've evolved, the different lines, and spin-off cartoons and TV series. We're going to Cybertron and back. Are you ready? Buckle up. It's going to be one wild ride. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to read the movie part. I just wanted to show you how they talk about G1 here. Transformer times. But, I mean, okay. the way that they describe the movie uh, info they're going to offer up, it just seems like they are really just scraping the bottom of the barrel just, just to look for something. Oh, yeah. Like, look at that first page. It's almost like padding. It's this cool art of Optimus pointing to the sky as all these Autobots fly out under his command up in the sky. And then it has, yeah, I think this part is all the uh, the G1 Transformers that they know are going to be in the movie with their G1 descriptions. So you already know about them before you watch the movie. Sweet. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It says, what about the Transformers co-stars? Aside from online chat, confirmation has been scarce. Oh, okay. Rumor has it the fighting for good Autobots and dastardly Decepticons are on board. I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, I kind of want to read this whole thing because it just sounds kind of ridiculous. Optimus Prime. No. It's like class is in session. It's love for <laughs> humanity. <laughs> I guess that's true. We, we don't know him for his transformation to a, a semi-truck, the all-American, you know, however many wheels, 18 wheels, but no. We know him for his love for humanity. All their quotes are called yearbook quote. <laughs> <laughs> yearbook quote. <laughs> That's nice. Size doesn't matter. <laughs> do, do you want to read? No uh... there. <laughs> So, how does it describe Optimus, Charlie? Read us how it describes Optimus Prime. Okay. Known for his love for humanity. Their book quote, Autobots transform and roll out. Okay. <laughs> I think we heard that one too many times. Come on. Autobot leader is widely regarded as the most famous Transformer, and with good reason. Kind, generous, and intelligent. There's nothing Optimus Prime won't do to save Earth and its inhabitants. 
<laughs> and then on the next page, we got the Bumblebee <laughs> in a completely different art style. Known for being an underdog, loving humans, trying to impress. Your book quote, size doesn't matter. <laughs> on the first two seasons of the Transformers TV show, 1984 to 1984. Uh, why even mention <laughs> <laughs> the length of time? <laughs> it ran for, the first two seasons ran over a whole year. Okay. And uh, let's see. Bumblebee and Spike had numerous adventures that took them back to Cybertron to prehistoric Dinobot Island and other locales. Fans found Wait, that Dinobot I Island. Think, I don't think what that ever the happened. That was from Transformers Animated. That, did that exist yet? Yeah, that's what they're talking about. Well, well there's, there's, no, they're talking, talking about, about 1984. Oh, they're talking about the oh, yeah. seasons yeah. of, of G1. Uh, fans found that he was hard to brainwash, leading it up to him to save his friends from the tricky Decepticons, eager to please and always ready to reach out to humans. But in the first Transformers movie, Bumblebee and his cohort Spike were eaten by Unicron while still in a ship, but were saved by Spike's son, Daniel. Oh, I forgot Spike grew up. Wait a second. What? Yeah, he grew oh, up in the movie. Time, time oh, jump. Okay. Yeah, I did forget about that. Okay. <laughs> that, I forgot about that. I didn't know. Back before time jumps and anime were cool, you know? Yeah. This time around, he'll be the top Autobot scout. Uh, scout. <laughs> that's a toy then, transforming car right there that actually was pretty sweet but well the uh there's um, a little sidebar it just describes the alternator line which were transformers in japan that actually transformed into actual cars that existed optimus transformed into a dodge ram dodge srt ram, pickup yeah. truck <laughs> oh yeah buddy oh man you want to read uh these cool autobots on the next page Okay, Thomas, you gotta read some of them. <laughs> oh, you said me. You cut out. Well, I, well, I could do it since you know Star Screams on the next page, so I can read this one if you want. Yeah, okay. do that. <laughs> okay, so the first one uh, on the next page is Ironhide and Jazz. Ironhide is known for quick to fight, Mr. Tough Guy, and his yearbook quote is Optimus and I go way back. Heroes <laughs> fall hard, and such was Ironside's fate in the first film. Ironside? I was like, no, this isn't Michael Ironside. I thought I was inventing that. As, and I'm like, no, no, that, that was a typo. Okay, that wasn't me. Yeah, this is Ironside. <laughs> it's Ironhide, right? Ironhide? Not Ironside. Basically saying he died in the movie. Will he survive round two with Megatron in the new film? Okay, thanks. Jazz is known for his sense of style. Yearbook quote, stay cool and look cool. He's head of operations, but often gives the most dangerous assignments to himself. And that, more than anything describes Jazz's cool, calm, and collected manner. He's able to blend in most situations and never gives I don't I don't even want to care to look at that sentence structure again. I'm not here for grammar editing. That's that's my job in real life. <laughs> and then Ratchet is here with a giant quote over him that says, I brought the band-aids. Oh, and that's his yearbook quote, so now I don't have to say that. Uh this whole page is clearly the Dreamwave Autobot Ratchet design. I known for expertise in medicine and science. Every army needs a medic and lucky for the Transformers, Ratchet fits the bill. Ratchet is in the original series, turns into an ambulance. Ratchet is known for his courage and his loyalty. Is that a comma instead of a... Yes, it is a comma instead of a period. I, okay, stop. Stop. Okay, go, hurry. Go to the next. Quick, read Megatron before I start editing all over this thing. <laughs> Decepticon High. Megatron. His love of Darwinism and competition 
<laughs> his hatred of humans. That's what he's known for. His yearbook quote, show no mercy. One of the world's best known villains. And with the ability in different versions to morph into a gun and a tank, it's no stretch of the imagination why. Strong, ruthless, with a love for fighting, Megatron has been known to fire electrical blasts from his hands and laser blasts from his eyes. I've yeah, there's a, there's that. a comma where that period should be, and there's a period where the comma should have been. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Continue. All right. He can change We're sides, done. remains rational in battle, is determined to <laughs> win. And with little to no known weaknesses, he's sure to give the Autobots a run for their money in the new movie. <laughs> oh my god. This, this has book, nothing this to, to do be with like, oh my god, there's a movie coming out. Buy this. Yeah. Uh, so what does it say about Starscream? Sorry, he's got such a short description. All right. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I haven't zoomed in a bit, so I had to move over. I was just looking at a pair of legs. But then it said barricade. I was like, where's Starscream? Is this some other name? Yeah. I keep scrolling. And then he's here's little tiny Starscream in the corner. Like this barricade (laughs) I've never heard of has prime real estate. And then they just like, oh, we forgot Starscream. Let's just paste them here. There's some space. Yeah. They're they're clearly just caught. Like I even have that comic book cover where Starscream is on the cover like that, looking up at the reader. And, And then barricade is clearly the inside of a of a comic because he's not fully painted. Wow. And then it even gets worse because his text, his little blurb is one sentence, one sentence. Everybody else got a little bit of something. He has one sentence. I feel like people don't actually, who who make these books, they don't actually watch or care about the Transformers because they've downplayed Starscream in all of these in the mini book. Like he didn't even get a decent quote. It was like, your star scream, just a picture. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the previous book, the mini book that you're talking about, it's there were no like, typos in that mini book. <laughs> well, they were they were aware of star scream at the very least. They just didn't like it's him, aware. so they gave him that yeah. terrible quote. These guys, the way that this is laid out, is like here's another character. I'm, here is another plane. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the memorable no Decepticons. I'd say Star Scream is more memorable than Megatron, even like. You know, he's the simpering, screaming, little guy you want to get murdered. No, okay. Of the Decepticons that you just hate him, but you love him at the same time. You can't have a show without him. He's I mean, just... Ratchet has a whole large page himself. Yeah. <laughs> and who the hell is Barricade? I don't even. I, I never. I seen never heard of you're reading this book to find out, so you can get ready for the movie. Yeah. All right. Starscream, known for being reserved, calculating, and competitive. Yearbook quote, time makes all things possible. I can wait. That's not that's not how he, he would ever say. He would never say anything like that. I, he actually did. No. That's actually taken, I think, from the first three episodes. I have oh heard that. I think the guy who wrote this watched like three episodes, then like five yeah. random episodes of the TV series. What was the context of him saying that? Is, is, I remember that, but that that's totally not in character. That's so <laughs> so I remember us talking about the first episodes, and it seemed like they didn't really have all the characters. Their personalities weren't like set in stone just yeah, they yet. Like they were, they were still trying yeah. to figure them out. So maybe that's maybe that's. He was where talking to out. Megatron about how he wants to be a leader and, and replace <laughs> him. Like he wasn't actively trying to overthrow him. It seemed like yet yeah, he was just saying. Oh yeah, I'm better than you, and I can do all this. And he's like, "Yeah, get real." 
<laughs> and that was his response to Megatron at one point, I think. Oh my god. All right. Brought to Earth by Megatron, Starscream's rebellionist can be problematic, and he loved the one of what Megatron, but his ambition is legendary. Uh, apostrophe. That's dash. a weird sentence. Yeah. That's like even brought- even the actual like context of it, like brought to Earth by Megatron. I'm like, okay, aren't all of these guys coming to Earth? Okay. So what about Barricade? Yeah. This guy you don't know about. We we can learn about him now. We have to. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's known for. Excellent hunting skills. Consider yourself warned. Yearbook quote. Okay. <laughs> You've been warned about Barricade. Barricade's right. goal is to serve and protect. Okay. His anger, that is, serve and protect his anger. Okay. Um, scouring Earth for Autobots. Wow. That was. So watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't really know. I wrote this down from what I saw in the trailer. Sorry. I mean, don't all the Decepticons have excellent hunting skills and say stuff like consider yourself warned and aren't they all scouring for Autobots? Mm hmm. Uh, Yeah, just. Okay. I don't know who this guy is. He's got cool shades, though. The shades are are pretty good. (laughs) Those are cool. And this other one for Decepticon High has Bone Crusher, Frenzy, and Blackout in one page. And oh my god, Blackout is just the toy art from the 80s. <laughs> whereas, whereas Bone Crusher and Frenzy are clearly the Dreamwave art put back on here again. Yeah, that that Blackout thing looked like it was cut out from like a box. You know how you get isolate things off of boxes, but yeah, yeah. that's so what it looks like. I'll start like. with who we know, <laughs> Frenzy. Known for a small size, spine ability, your book quote, I'm watching you. Frenzy is ready to rock out, and he's using his small stature to go deep undercover. That doesn't help me understand what he does. And why did you use the black and yellow picture of him? Isn't he supposed to be... Maybe that is his color. I don't I don't care right now. I, I'm not... Okay. And then Bone Crusher is one of the Constructicons. Inability to get along with others, unless you're talking Megatron. But quote, as you wish, master. Bone Crusher is bold in battle, but he is boldest when following Megatron's orders. Known to be subservient, Bone Crusher is similar in design to a construct a con. Isn't he is a construct a con? How can he be similar in to a construct a con? Right? Is he a construct a con? Yeah, he's got the green coloring. Oh my god, this thing is making me question everything I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't actually know who Blackout is. Like, it says, known for strength in battle, massive size. Yearbook quote, now hear this. Guard your iPad, iPod. Blackout can destroy electronic equipment, and he's ready to cripple the Autobot army. Now, did Bone Crusher and Blackout ever show up in the actual live-action movie? Uh, yes. Because I know Barricade is the police car, but where did Bro- Bone Crusher and Blackout appear in the movie? Did I just forget so much of that live-action movie? Uh, I have also forgotten most of it, but I mean, I'll have to watch it again because it's the only one I don't have on Blu-ray. So I do. Fortunately, I have the uh, the wiki up for Bone Crusher, and I definitely seen. I'm looking at screenshots of him in the movie. Oh, really? Highway. He was. uh, What is he? For two. In the first one. (laughs) They use his. His. He looks like he's got thrust driving him. It's really hard to figure out if they use the correct picture or not. For him, I'm just like, uh, 
I don't. It's when they they were chasing after I guess the human allies who had the all spark in their possession. So it was him. It was it was Bone Crusher, Barricade, and Devastator chasing after some humans. Okay. Oh no wonder Blackout's a generation two Decepticon. He's a mic. It shows him as a micromaster. No wonder I don't even recognize his name. Okay, so I, yeah, I guess they weren't memorable in the film because I don't even remember them being in it. Yeah, they weren't. So I don't know why they get uh he gets two sentences and Starship gets one. <laughs> so uh Charlie, you wanna finish off the Decepticons with the uh, our boys okay. over here? We've got Brawl, always ready to fight. Yearbook quote, you looking at me? Brawl isn't just fierce, he's strong, known for his heavy duty lifting abilities. He's one Decepticon you don't want to mess with. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> At least that name sounds kind of familiar. I guess Brawl sounds like a yeah, I think he'd be in the scrap somewhere. <laughs> I think he's one of the the uh the combaticons, if I recall. I can't really remember. Because I don't really I don't remember because I've read him in the comics, but he's just a normal they don't form in the comics from what I've been reading, or they did, and I already forgot. You're gonna have to help me with this next one, Scorponok. <laughs> yeah, you said it correctly. Or, honestly, when I saw it though, I thought Scorponok. I thought it was like <laughs> something that wasn't entirely translated from Japanese. Like it should have been Scorpion in English, but you know they had the art in a Japanese book, so they just you well, know, like, Scorpion can't be copyrighted, <laughs> so you have to make up words to add to the beginning or end of it. So that you can then copyright it, and now it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Ability to blend into his environment. Yearbook quote: "Get out of my way or feel my sting." Okay, they actually revealed a ability. Now I have one character where I know what his cool armor does. Like none of these other guys. Well, I don't know the ability. Other yeah, it's his ability in the live-action movie, but not in the actual comics oh, sounds like he yeah. just got that from the trailer and put it on there because oh. scorpionox actually memorable from the first film because he's this giant scorpion that tunnels into the sands in the desert <laughs> scorpionox relenting ruthless and deadly no one is safe from scorpionox after all he's part robot part animal and all mean machine <laughs> i'm listening i feel like i'm listening to thomas roll his eyes right now <laughs> I thought of Robotnik's bean machine whenever they were talking about all that. Robot, the uh, mean, mean beans. Robotnik. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a description of all those awesome Transformers that are going to show up on the film. So is, does that help you figure out who they are? Mm, yes. Uh, absolutely. No. <laughs> I will never forget it. <laughs> I, I will watch that movie again and look for all of these amazing characters to appear actually i'll take this book to the movie theater with me so i can i can make sure i can identify positively that i'm looking at Trans the you, you can complain about how he's not yellow <laughs> like he is in the book yeah. <laughs> and wait a minute how come this one turns into a pontiac grand prix and this other one turns into like a, a charger a dodge charger <laughs> 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 So the next section is called Transformer Classics, and it actually goes over some of the figures after the giant intro double-page spread of Optimus fighting Megatron from Dreamwave comic cover. It just has the original... That's not the original Optimus. This 
as a Optimus Prime figure, and then it has a brief sidebar conversation about who Takara is, and then it has another Optimus picture to pad out the book, I guess, with a different Optimus figure than the one they showed on the previous page, and then the next one is just an advertisement for BotCon. But it does say... The figures are going to have more detailed faces and bodies, making them look more like the characters seen on the original TV show and animated movie for the new figures coming out soon, I guess. Mm. But anyway. Optimus, his neck looks weird. Yeah. Oh, the first Optimus is a classics line, I guess. And this new one is coming soon. He's holding Megatron in his hand. Oh, my God. I just realized. Oh, wow. Why is it? That That must be that figure from. Sorry, go ahead. The lights on, um, you know, Optimus's truck chest there, like in the middle on some pictures, and then on the outside on other pictures. He's got like these three distracting lights shining on the Transformer Classics oh, page. Oh, yeah. And the drawing. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. If you look at them in the other forms, other iterations, they're just. Yeah. Like, some of them are just like on, on the outside yeah. near the shoulders but then this other picture has a there's a whole set of lights all the way across his chest yeah mm. <laughs> that's like winding um, ones right in the middle <laughs> so what uh what do you think of the page after that after the advertisement what do we got here did you know takara toys <laughs> also made what is this bowling gal hold on i need to zoom in <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's what it says. It says bilingual, 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 a device that says it can translate a dog's barking into the human language. Seriously, (laughs) that's what it says. (laughs) I actually heard about that recently for an app on your phone for dogs and cats. I thought, oh my goodness. But anyway, I don't know why they're talking about action figures and they waste a whole page of art with Galvatron. Like, I thought this was the figures, and it's just Megatron becoming Galvatron, but. No figure. Why are you saying this is the figure section and you waste a whole page? To talk about uh, <laughs> this dog translator. That, that, that sounds almost Japanese. Bolingual. <laughs> I'm confused. Is this Jetfire or is this a white astro chain? Because this figure turns into a space shuttle and a train. So I think this is astro train. But it doesn't tell us. Instead, it just says they're taking toys to a whole new level. Uh, okay, it just has a brief sentence about, and then the Transformers were born from these two companies. Bam! A- a- and then the next page is just a-, a Transformers checklist of Generation 2 Transformers. Is this art like Beast Wars? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. That doesn't even go with the checklist. Well, I guess it's what? Beast Wars Neo? That's from the Beast Wars comic series, which was god awful. Like, oh, I really? Could... There was a Beast Wars? Yeah, they made a mini series in Dreamwick before. It went under. And it was based off of the Japanese Beast Wars, or was it its own like thing? Oh, uh, at that time, I didn't know Japanese Beast Wars, but I could tell these new characters were probably borrowed from it. They were continuing after Beast Wars had ended, if I recall, because I remember someone brings Ravage back from the dead somehow, and I'm like, thanks. And then I just was like, I don't know what's going on. I just started introducing like 20 characters, and all of them were colored the same shade, so I could never like see what, what the actual fuck was going on when i would read it so it was just like it was a mess i could never understand what was happening because of the coloring and and then i didn't care about any of the characters because they introduced like a million of them all at once as if i was supposed to know what was going on and, and i'm just like sure whatever and i i just kind of tuned out while i was reading it and i didn't even know what i was reading anymore 
I'm going to have to read it again now that I've actually seen Beast Wars from Japan. But it was just, it was terrible, I thought. But that was that was a problem with some of the Dreamwave comics. It's like the coloring just, every, nothing stood out. So everything just kind of meshes together. And you're just kind of like, what's going on now? Let me focus a little bit so I can see what's happening. Like in that picture up there with all the chaos. Yeah, I'm getting the, a bit of that right now. <laughs> and then they're like, Hasbro announced these things. Because if you don't have the internet, you won't know. You'll find it only from this book. And now here's a G1 Grimlock. Yeah. Wait. It calls them Beast Machines. Beast Machines were the next stage of Beast Wars, but it shows Gr Grimlock. And they're definitely referring to Beast Machines, like just normal, regular Beast Machines. So. And they're, they're talking about Maximals and Vehicons. And about how they were enslaved in beast machines. Yes, and, but yeah. they're not. This is this this is one of the many times it's done this, where it's like here's text about one thing, but the image is something completely different, completely different context. Then we wait, then we got a whole picture of a bumblebee figure from whatever. Don't care. And then we have trickster decepticons <laughs> that looks like. Oh my god, it is. Yeah, this is actually cool though. Megatron that turns into a Nerf gun. <laughs> this one actually, if I was a kid, this would have been really cool. Oh my god, that's funny. Do you see the image of that? Look yeah. at that Nerf gun he turns into, man. The it's barrel gonna... on that thing is so big with that little tiny handle, and it yeah. has a scope. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's referencing the movie. This one says tricksters, Decepticons, and just describes the Decepticons. It's like, hey, remember when Starscream attempted to overthrow a weakened Megatron in 2005? It's referring to the year the movie took place, which was 2005. Did anybody notice that the Bumblebee figures um, Kari turns into has like a little wave runner being towed behind oh. it? What? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what is that? Look at the picture. <laughs> like, it's like you, you also get a wave runner. <laughs> well, that was, uh, <laughs> what did you guys think of that section on action figures? Oh, <laughs> was pages of uh of randomness. You could have just, you know, oh, what I'm sorry, ten pages of randomness. Really excited to see if the, if they just had a bunch of random old action figures and they just threw them in like a big pile on the page or something, so I could like look at a whole bunch of them. But yeah, these ones that they've chosen are kind of yeah, uh, most are boring. But yeah, except that Nerf gun. Yeah, that, that's really cool. There, there's this one that has like I don't even know which one that is. It turns into like some kind of construction machinery. I don't know if I'd want that or not. If I was a kid, it just. Are you talking about the white, the one that turns into the spacecraft too? Oh, the one that's like blue. Oh, um, that's in the brown. advertisement though. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Dinobot that from Beast Wars. No, no, no. Up top, like where it says Botcon Generations, there's um Yeah, that, that red one, it shows the figure, then has a little triangle where yeah. it's his face once he's transformed. Right above it, there's like a just like a little brown and blue construction machine. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I'm looking at it like I don't know if I want to play with that or not. Like it just looks kind of like it's a it's a mess kind of, but so the next section is called Cage Match and says, what if the Generation 1 Transformers faced off against their ancient Beast Wars counterparts? Oh. We picked a group of our favorites. Right, does this excite you, uh, Thomas? You, does this sound awesome? I, I mean, it's definitely the first part of this book that's kind of like, let me see what they're actually going to do here. It's like really got me interested. Okay. Uh, let's start with uh, 
with good then you want to read that page with jazz from the cover in the same position good beast wars maximal advantages the beast wars maximal slash autobot team is strong rat trap is good with all kinds of weaponry 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 especially <laughs> <laughs> hey rat trap weaponry yeah <laughs> but he is sneaky by nature and would rather go on a predicon information raid cheetor is fast and quick to strike he is however young and impulsive that doesn't seem like it's far off from the rest of the Autobots, just G1. Also known for his demolition skills, note he is sporting a missile. Bone Crusher is a fighting machine and in battle seems almost unstoppable. Bone Crusher is an Autobot? I thought he was a Decepticon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's what and they list him in the checklist as a Constructicon. Oh. Oh my god. Oh, is there an editor for this? Is there a Bone Crusher Maximal? Like, hold on, hold on. I gotta go back up to the first page. All right, written by Aaron Barrington. I don't see edited by or anything. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I think she was on her own, and I I did look up some of her stuff. So it seems like. Oh really? Oh god, I forgot to do that. Wow, I'm awful. I, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm like, I thought there's gonna be pictures of this face off, but. Yeah, they no, said, no, no, that would require new art, man. Like, we're trying to save money to make money. I, am I supposed to use my imagination with these teams yeah. they made of not really the real? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what's going on here too. I guess the G1 Autobots are fighting the G1 Maximals, and it's like if they were like the appropriate size, well, who would it win? It seems like they're teaming up. I, at first, I thought it was going to be like. What you thought, where it was yeah. going to be like, okay, are the is G one better than Beast Wars? But then it seems like they're just it's a mix of picks from both Maximals and and the G one Autobots, and they're they're going to make a team, and they're going to go against the the Decepticon team. Okay, yeah, they're picking three from each one. I see that now at the bottom. They're like each army needs a medic, and Ratchet fits the bill Bone for G one Bone Crusher because you can see on the on the team they have. Oh my god, he's even on the team. Yeah. yeah, but back to these sentences, they said Ratchet, as a result, he's not into battles the others, but he's known to fight. Jazz is Mr. Cool, and though he's often in charge of playing and executing missions, he isn't afraid to get his hands dirty. Quiet and loyal, Prowl ensures missions go smoothly, which makes him a huge help in battle. All okay. right, I have to apologize. There apparently is a Bone Crusher <laughs> uh, uh, Maximal. Just, just confused the hell How out did we of forget he Why? existed? He wasn't in the show. This isn't from the show. I don't know what this oh, is from. Okay. Uh, I don't but know if this is in the comic mentioned... or what, but there, there is a toy. He's a buffalo. Oh, I guess. <gasps> but that's, what I was, that's what I figured. They just made a gaff and decided to mention another bone crusher. But, like, why would you do that? You just introduced... Uh, another stupid character named Bone Crusher, Crusher who's yeah. yeah. They, they, they I, seem I, to be talking about like character. the TV show and the movie and stuff like that. I don't know what this is sourced from, but this is definitely a. Break oh my god, from... Bone Crusher is is the guy from the show I watched, the Japanese one that was finally fan translated, Beast Wars Two. Okay, all right. I, so he was never on the actual. How'd they even get this information? Yeah, like, that's what I want to know. It's like, why would they even do that? Like, you can't introduce two characters with the same names from different series so that we get all confused. Like, we're uh, back yeah, that them. that could have been. They could have picked anybody kid, else. Why did they have to pick uh, this guy? Yeah, I was like, where did 
He wasn't on the show. What, were you just looking at figures and grabbing yeah. random figures instead of watching the show? I'm so confused about this now. And it's like, if you're a kid and you're trying to read this, you'll probably flip back to that page to like look at Bone Crusher, and you'll you'll be like, well, how is he in Beast Wars? He's not like an animal. He's he's a just a regular Destructicon or whatever. It's just like, why would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh this, this is their team. They decide. <laughs> yeah, so their team. Yeah. It's and Rat Trap, Cheater, and Bone Crusher working together with Jazz, Prowl, and Ratchet, which is a really odd thing. You think you would want to get like Optimus and Jetfire and or Dinobot and Grimlock? That would be, like the powerhouses you would want to get in there. So let's see what they choose for Charlie. You want to read the uh, Beast Wars uh, for Evil and the G1 Decepticons over here? G1 Decepticons. Let me see. Beast Wars for Evil. Probably evil. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm zooming out. Probably evil. <laughs> What's with the probably? <laughs> they're not definitely evil. They're they're probably evil. Okay. <laughs> well, any anybody can change. We we have to remember this. Okay. Probably <laughs> evil. Beast Wars. Predacon advantages okay the predacon team is nothing to laugh at uh, i guess we were supposed to be laughing there uh however acarachnia a former maximal knows the maximal strengths and weaknesses rampage's mighty tank-like power can be a physical threat but the former maximal is unstable and statistic razor claw is an undetectable underwater attacker if threats come from land or by sea, they're covered. Okay. <laughs> um, E1 Decepticon advantages. Don't discount the Decepticons. Skywarp is often said to be one of the most sneaky and cunning Decepticons, making him a real threat. Starscream is the Decepticon's fastest flyer, but he can also be gun-shy about taking risks. Thundercracker, <laughs> on the other hand, is also airborne, but is a daredevil. <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't even know who Thundercracker is, or do I? I don't know. <laughs> That's their pick, Thomas, for G1 is Skywarp, Starscream, and Thundercracker teaming up with Black Arachnia, Rampage, and Razorclaw. Even so though they didn't mention Rampage in the description this time. Rampage's, they did say Rampage's mighty tank-like power can be a physical threat. The former Maximal is unstable and sadistic. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Rampage is that insect like guy. The big, yeah. He basically turned into a tank. I was getting uh, confused because there is one in G1 also. Yeah. And this team, the Decepticon team would crush the Maximal team or the, yeah. the Autobot team because Rampage himself took a bunch of the Maximals. He, he could go against a bunch of them. And Black mm -hmm. Arachnia is is no pushover. Razor Claw, I don't know. He does. He looks like Rampage. And then they get th uh, three flyers, one of which is Starscream. Razor Claw is the crab Predacon. Yeah, who is, I, I, who is only like in the toys and not the series. He's in the comics as well. But yeah, he's like some crab thing. I mean, Rampage kind of had like crab-like features, so it's kind of weird. Oh, who's it say is going to win this this amazing battle? The Beast Wars and the Autobots are going to crush your Starscream, Thomas. 
They have a strategic plan because of Jazz, follow through because of Prowl, and solid fighters with Cheetor and Bone Crusher. And if anyone gets hurt, they got Ratchet. I think that's how that works. He, he heals them after the battle. And he says the Decepticon Predacon team is not that strong. Oh. Their resources are weak. Rampage is unstable. Emotional straight state and Starscream's hesitation in battle are easily overcome. Hesitation in battle? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they say you can't stress Black Neractia because she has she does, plays both sides, and that's it. So basically, they're saying the Autobots will win because the Decepticons won't fight. <laughs> they will be too distracted or too emotional <laughs> to do to be to do anything. That's terrible. yeah. It was just another picture on the left. We got a quick summary of what Beast Wars, the toys, and show are. And also a did you know about Bob Forward, who helped write some of this stuff. One of the Beast Wars story editors and writers also penned several episodes of The X-Files. <laughs> and wow. previously wrote for the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> wow, also, that is, that's golden... Uh... <laughs> That's golden yeah. fighting prowess there. <laughs> From Mario to Transformers to... Well, no, he wrote tons of Ninja Turtles. This is the guy that's on a lot of the Ninja Turtle episodes, too, I think. Okay. I feel like I've heard this name. So. Mm -hmm. I've heard the name before. He's I, also I written some of the original heard. Transformers episodes, but I don't think many of them. I can't remember. I thought he did. I don't know. I have to look back, but I'm pretty sure he does a lot of the first three seasons of Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Apparently, Gillian like the, the Anderson has a daughter named Piper Maru. Yeah, and we can skip the uh, the next pages because it just uh, is basically pictures of all the actors that are now going to be in the next Transformers movie, like Shia LaBeouf, Megan Fox, John Voight, and all these other people I've never heard of before. <laughs> I guess you, I guess John Turturro. If I'd seen more movies with him in it, I would know. You've definitely seen Anthony Anderson. No, I haven't. <laughs> I never saw him until that movie. I just don't what? see those movies. Yeah. Isn't that the kid from Mighty Ducks? <laughs> they don't Wait, really? The credits. Yeah. Oh my God. That, that looks like the fat kid from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah. And then it's fun. like, here's, here's rumors <laughs> of what the plot could be. And has an interview with Michael Bay. Talks about uh, Optimus Prime voice actor Peter Cullen because he's reprising his role for the movie. And then just lists all the confirmed characters which we already know because we read that first section up above. I like how it says, why are there more Decepticons? Don't discount the underdog. In the Yahoo chat, the writers said that the numbers were purposely offset to make for a better battle scene because the Autobots would be a disadvantage and must join together to win. And there will also be some cameos to look forward to, like Bernie Mac and Dane Cook. I don't remember the, either of those guys who did in the movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, Anthony Anderson actually isn't the guy from good burger either <laughs> he looks like that guy <laughs> no so, that's not I'm him, totally not him. <laughs> so it's not the mighty next guy either so <laughs> that looks like it yeah it lists all the locations where they're filming and then briefly describes the original animated movie and then they have their own cast for who they would pick to play the Cybertron characters. So if you guys want to go to page 42, let's see who they would choose for the Autobots and Decepticons to do the voice acting. This is a joke. Oh, what is this? no. This is, this Optimus is Prime is perfect pick is Leonardo DiCaprio. What? I thought it was going to be The Rock, but I guess 
that's okay. The pictures don't correlate with the text over here. Okay. The so, pictures, yeah, they're separate characters. Uh, it says Optimus Prime, the perfect pick is Leonardo DiCaprio. Megatron would be Jack Nicholson. <laughs> B- Bumblebee would be Frank Munez. And Starscream is James Franco. Jazz would be Sean Puffy Combs. And Ratchet, Shane West. And Ironhide, Michael Chitlis. Oh, no. Oh, my God. They said he already has a rock iron hide as the thing in Fantastic Four. Why not an iron one? <laughs> that is... I guess Jack Nicholson can be maniacal, but... This sounds like they're just trying to kind of pander to, like, what people... What, what actors, celebrities, people liked back then or something. Yeah. Well, it also has... Uh, it makes up Transformers in the pictures based on celebrities. Mm-hmm. So, like making Justin Timberlake into his own transformer called Rapatron. Rock is the Rockinator. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh God. We can we can Terrible. do more of that, and then the rest is just let's see. He talks about the Collectors Club. Oh, that's just a page. And then we get into the comics, Thomas. This this seriously mm-hmm. reminds me of my middle school. Well, actually, my high school yearbook too. Did your high school yearbook have a section of just random celebrity junk? Like, this is what happened in, you that, know, the oh, year, yeah. year 1996. They started doing that in high school where they would start yeah. telling you what was going on that year. Well, the fall of that year to the summer of that next year. So when you look back at the yearbook, you'll know what was going on. Yeah, I just read my yearbook a couple of weeks ago for middle school. Mm-hmm. And it was like the Oklahoma City bombing and the... It just wasn't good. <laughs> God. Why would, I don't know why they put that out. Yeah. We don't have to read the next section, but it is a little brief little history about the Transformers being in the Marvel comics, the UK comics, the Dreamwave comics. And then there's a section on the PS2 video game that was coming out at the time. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, wait, when did Armada? No, Armada came out when I was in college. So the game is a few years old at this point. Which one are you talking about? The one that was based on Transformers Armada, but it wasn't called Transformers Armada on the PlayStation 2. Oh, God, that's right. They say that they're working on a video game for the Transformers movies. I have never played those because I have no interest in playing movie tie-in games. Look at these textures on the game. Look at that tree, like, in the first thing next to Game On. It's like... Well, that that was made in the year, like, uh, 2000-something. That's taken me way back to, like... like, Not GameCube days, but yeah, sixty-four Nintendo sixty-four days. Oh, that's that looks way better than Nintendo yeah. sixty-four. Well, I do remember oh, okay. that that battle was pretty cool because you're fighting Tidal Wave and he's this massive thing in that game. I mean, yeah. that's the reason why I got I played this because I I was reading it in probably like PlayStation Magazine at the time. This was one of the battles. Was like, well, I have to do that. See, this is the kind of stuff that's kind of cool in books like these, where it it would just summarize. A lot of different games that are available that are out there and like a little history about the comics all those are kind of cool to have if you're like a kid but also a lot of people aren't just going to have the internet and look this stuff up so for like books like these but it, it just seems like kind of rushed in my opinion but it does seem like the video game and the comic ones at the end are actually kind of interesting i just don't know if uh you probably guys don't want to read those though <laughs> This is this looks this book is pretty terrible. <laughs> they they do end with a top ten good and bad transformers 
I, I don't know what they're basing it on. Is it the figure? No, because they show oh, art. No. So they do and have yeah. Starscream again. They just made up their own list, it seems like. Land Landquake? Okay. Isn't that just Tidal Wave recolored? Oh, I don't know. Okay. It's a... okay, they had Jazz. They had Bumblebee. They had Ironhide. Okay. It says Optimus. Why? Because fans love him. <laughs> Landquake's a... Nope. Um, but Bone Crusher's there again. again. Using the same have Megatron I, and Galvatron. I know nothing of Bone Crusher, Starscream, Brawl. Okay. Megatron, he's so ruthless. Transformer addicts can't wait to see what his next move will be. But then Galvatron, his fans love him because he may not be Megatron, but he's just as nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, you know, he is Megatron. I don't know why Brawl's in here again in Bone Crusher. That's kind of weird. Starscream isn't even afraid of Megatron, and fans aren't afraid to ask for more of Starscream and Transformer plots. I'm, I'm sure we already get enough of him. Please, please stop, fans. <laughs> <laughs> this book is really, really random. If I had had this as a kid, you know, I, I probably would have taken this book to the bathroom and, like, flipped through the, like, all the stuff and looked at all the pictures over and over and over and probably not get, gotten anything out of it. But I think I still might have enjoyed it just because it's, it's so full of... Uh, random junk like the video game page the, the this seems like something that and, and like oh my god the people's costumes and con are horrible <laughs> this seems like something that they would give away at like um at a movie like some kind of proposal yeah. but there's too much work that was put into it though it's 62 pages and it is a decent amount of text it just wasn't worth it like they they should have cut this in half well Probably seventy five percent of it actually. Printed uh, yeah. it on like low quality paper for free or something. This is almost like a book you'd get at a con, just like a really cheap, you know, where it's like the the Thank you for registering. Sticking, yeah, to the page, like <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> just made it, like these these pages are made out of, like newspaper pages or something. That's what it should be. But and then it ends with movie reel. And lists uh, tie-in toys to the movies, two random pictures for another comic cover I know I have. But yeah, it just ends with the future of what's to come for a brief moment. And then I have the back cover that you would have read that makes you want to buy the thing. Wait, no, wait. That's not the back cover. That's an interior page followed by the back cover. Okay. I don't know whether well, there's two different texts. If you're a fan, you'll love this collection of Transformers factoids, movie information, Trans history and more. <laughs> Is that on the first <laughs> or the second text one? That's the last blurb. This last sentence. Uh, and we also get the price. $8. I don't even remember where I found this book. Did I get this at a thrift store or, or a Goodwill? I don't think I got it at a Goodwill. I don't ever look in the book section. So I don't even know where I found it. The publisher also did fine products like 98 <laughs> Degrees Revelation. Wait, you mean like the band? The boy band? Yep. I'm going to... And I don't want to make... like I know we're making fun of it, but I know like you're hired. They might have had like a really tight deadline to make all this and do research and then send it in quickly. And then some wow. poor guy had to take all the words and all these pictures and edit it together. And unless this one person also did all the editing and the, the, the page layout, which I don't know if that's the case, but... Because it doesn't list anyone who else who worked on the thing. 
poor graphic designer not getting any credit if it is. So I looked up her name on Amazon.com, and it shows she also did a Hillary Duff novel. Okay, I was going to say, is it a full novel? Guess I'd have to see to read. It only has a few books on there. The Real Girl's Guide to Everything That Makes It Awesome to Be a Girl and the 98 Degrees one you mentioned. Those are the four books on here. What is this book? Okay, the Hillary Rocks is just a profile book about her, and it's most likely another unofficial book, I'm assuming. It doesn't say it isn't, so it could be official, for all I know. Well, I mean, the cover of the Transformers one didn't say it was unofficial until you opened it up. Maybe I can read that on the preview. Ah, uh, no preview of this Hillary Duff book. It is highly rated on Amazon. Oh, yeah. seven ratings. <laughs> 4.8 out of 5. I just think it's cool sometimes how all these older Transformers writers that we've looked up can also be found on Amazon as writers for the TV shows. When that TV show goes up on Amazon, they'll actually include like almost every writer that ever wrote something on it sometimes. That's a lot. <laughs> I tried to look her up on TF Wiki, but this book doesn't exist in TF Wiki. So I might have to email this to someone and be like, here, host this, put it on this. And, you know, I, I don't know how to do anything on here. So I can't just host pictures on like my website and stuff. So, you know, if anybody's out there and wants these scans of this entire book that nobody in existence has across the internet, look me up and I'll send you this copy. Because no, no fan of Transformers should be without the know of this amazing unofficial product from 2006. All right. Thomas, what was your last impression of this? <laughs> and be, 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 be serious. Be legit. There's a first impression and a last impression. <laughs> Hopefully not the lasting impression. <laughs> mm. I, I don't know. I collectors like to collect stuff so they made a thing for them to collect <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that it's true it is a thing is i would have liked it as a kid you know if it was like you know, i just had to have transformer stuff and that's what i was into i mean I, yeah i guess there's a lot of imagery and a lot of variety it's 62 a lot of artificial crap for other things like i had a comics that were you know, by third parties that I wished belonged to the series and didn't have so many things wrong with them, but... They've got The Rock bearing his chest, so that's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me just want to go watch my new Blu-ray I got, which collects all five Scorpion King movies into one collection. There's five, five Scorpion what? Kings? Yeah. Are I'm you talking about Mummy movies as well? Yes, the Mummy movies. He's okay, only the mummy in the first movie. King. Yes. He's okay. in the Scorpion King one, obviously. But I've seen the second Scorpion King movie, and it was pretty decent. And I've wanted to watch the others. And so I just bought it. So <laughs> but I was like, oh, man, I'm going to watch all these now. Even though that has nothing to do with Transformers. But, you know, seeing that made me think of it. All right. Enough about his chest. But, yeah. I'm just, yeah. So I'm just wondering if anything interesting on those comics. But... Basically, it was listing. Oh yeah, IDW started their comics, so I so Dreamwave was already dead at this point because IDW had already published. I, I thought I noticed the human character next to Ironhide. I was like, wait a minute. So IDW already started publishing in two thousand five once they got the license. So anyway, I know you guys are probably brain brain dead now after this. <laughs> I, I was tempted to only keep this until we did a review of it, but now I'm like, 
do I want to keep this as something to show people that it exists? Or is this just going to, you know, be an awesome prize to give away on this podcast one day? Oh, that's true. But it also can be an eBay item that is advertised. <laughs> oh, my God. It, well, how much was it on Amazon? Like nine ninety nine? Oh, is it on Amazon? Is it like widely available still? Only or one left in stock for twenty four eighty. Oh, or you oh. can buy one used for one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's you know what? I bet it's lightly used though. <laughs> oh, it, it's in very good condition, guys. So there's fifty one <laughs> options, so you don't have to worry. You can you can you can think about it. It's Wait, only one copy it. left that's new. So, you know, if you want to get a pristine copy. I took it home and, and put it in the bathroom magazine holder. <laughs> I have bathroom reading for your guests when they're over. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this fun look at Transformers, the fun, the fantasy, and the future. I'll have to find a way to get this online somewhere so people can look at it when the podcast actually goes up. Thanks for listening. Sign out. This is Sean. Thomas. <laughs>